Hey, good afternoon, everyone. Chris and Steve-O here. <laughs> yeah, what's up? <laughs> what's happening, guys? Uh, I'm our, not even sure what episode this is, and it doesn't matter. We're just here. It doesn't uh, matter because it's our final episode. Um, I know we kind of talked about it a little bit, but... It's our final episode? Our final episode, yep. Uh, Since when? <laughs> well, the grass is greener on the other side. I found a better podcast, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys, I'm caught off guard here. Yep. Uh, no, this no, is not the final episode. Absolutely not. But we grind. Uh, we grind every day. Every both week. of us have had situations with uh, people that we love, and uh, today I wanted to, if you're cool with it, rap about that. You know, about the grass being greener on the other side. Absolutely. Yeah, I definitely want to talk to that. Um, we had talked a little bit about this before we came on today and uh passionate discussion very passionate because i think it's near and dear to who we are and what we bring i think to the table as leaders yep um and it's important that uh you know we speak to this because this has happened in our and then this is going to continue to happen and it happens in anyone who's a leader it happens to them on a regular basis but let's uh we are titling this segment guys the grass is not greener yep and this is your show like uh usually you lead but i want to lead with where i have done it in the past to somebody let's go is that cool let's go so um we're going to talk about how it's happened to us repeatedly and what we do about it to get through it and everything but i thought we're not perfect right no not by any means i'm far more but also than chris but at least 50% 50% more perfect than me. <laughs> yeah. But I will tell you, what are we perfect at doing? Uh, owning it. Owning it. Amen. Is that like where you're going? Yes, 100%. Yeah, 100%. We we're stand both. up, and if we are, we mess up or we do something wrong, we own that. Mm-hmm. We own that shit. Yeah, we own that 100%. Shit. 100%. And that, I think, is where the maturity level of leaders come in. Like, I don't have to be right all the time. I will own when I'm wrong. Um, but, uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, I think that's good. Like, and uh, the importance of owning it, which most people simply don't get, is uh, most people won't own it because they they don't want other people to judge them. Uh-huh. Me and yeah. you, we don't. Give I a don't shit. really care. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, um, but my, my grass is greener. Uh, I wanted to start this off just to say that hey, you know, this is not. We're not speaking at you we're speaking you know through experience that yeah um i i started in real estate i went on the internet right where you a trusted source the internet and found out you know coldwell banker that's my first brokerage best training on the planet on the internet so so, so google gave you your first job yeah <laughs> <laughs> so hats off to you for your marketing right but yeah uh, the the and this is you know years and years ago like there's some awesome coldwell banker brokerages right um and this has nothing to do with the leadership over there or anything, but uh, I wasn't getting the training that I, I was looking for in the way that I was looking for to get it. Everybody's, you know, different. Right. But I went to Intero where I had phenomenal leadership, phenomenal training. Yep. I had somebody pouring their heart into helping me develop, um, but I was too young, you know. And, and, and immature. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Completely immature. I, I didn't understand the value that they brought. So, and I'll say it now um, because you know, it's, it, this may reach you someday, but John Miller, who ran Intero. Met the uh, guy, really good dude. You did meet him? Yeah, I went up there and gave a presentation at your Intero office. Oh, my yeah. goodness, that's, that's right. right. There's yeah, probably that's a, 25, 30 agents up that there. That was like 50 years ago. It was a long time yeah. ago. Yeah. It was before the gray hairs. <laughs> <laughs> but hats off to John, because um, he... Even today, like I can call him and talk to him and there's no hard feelings or anything, but John poured his heart into me and um, I didn't understand the value of that training because, you know, I just wasn't ready for it. I wasn't mature enough, but um, I do appreciate him now 
and I did leave that brokerage to a boutique. And what do you think happened? Did I get that level of training at the next brokerage? 100% negatory. No, not even close. It wasn't even in the same ballpark. Nope. I got a yeah. better split. That's what you got. You left You left for what you thought was better fi- for you financially. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes when you leave because you think there, that there's more money where you're going, you actually end up making less money because there's there such a is. significant benefit to where you're at now and what the training provides and offers that will get you past where you're going to go for the short term. Mm. So in the short term, okay, I'm going to make a couple bucks more an hour or whatever. Um, great, but you're not going to get near the support, near the training, near... Um, the leadership that you get, you're going to kind of be left to, you know, do your own thing or figure it out on your own. And, um, you know, we both have the same experiences throughout our career. Probably me, not as much as you, because, um, mortgage is a little different. Um, you know, when I've left, it's, it, it, I, I don't ever leave anywhere for money ever. Right. That's never my motivation. That's maturity. But, but that, yeah. And I think that that's most people who do leave it's always a money situation it's like oh my god i'm gonna make more money at this place or somebody's throwing some you know some extra dollars my way but um so let's talk about what we were talking about in the in the um in the office earlier is that you know if people actually sat down and wrote down before they make a decision a big decision in their life and they wrote down the pros and cons right um we know that making emotional decisions 99% 99% of the time lead to a reckless decision, right? So, you I'm know, punch them in the face. Yeah, like it's okay, be emotional. Some people are more emotional than others, that's fine. You know, I've had to learn to deal with that over the years with, you know, with people cuz I'm way less emotional than probably most. Um you're heartless. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and so but I I am learning, see right? Cuz cuz and we'll talk about this a little bit more in the segment is yeah. um I'm learning that, you know, it's okay to um, know where you need to grow, know Mm. where you need to grow and and aspire to grow in those areas. And so um, that, that grass being greener, it's like, I've seen it over and over and over again. And both of you and I have experienced this and people that we've um, given an opportunity to in this business uh, in your business and my business. And we've um, mentored them. We've coached them. We've, um, you know, given them an opportunity to, uh, create a life that they would never have been able to create in their current situation, right? So we took them out of their current situation, gave them an opportunity to uh, change their life. Let's just say what it is. It's changing your life mm-hmm. and uh, in multiple ways. Like, so for us, like I always talk to loan officers that I that we bring in and it's like, your life will change monetarily. That goes without saying, because what you can do here is, is, that's the easy part. That's, that's, um, that's a, uh, you know, the, the sky's the limit as far as what you can earn, your earning potential, right? That's just how hard you work. Okay, but well, how am I going to change your life, right? Mm-hmm. Here's how I'm going to change your life, not just monetarily. But the freedom that you're about to go and get in and get, you're going to have a management uh, team that is um, like, hey, you, yeah, from a loan officer perspective, let's talk about loan officers, right? Mm-hmm. You, you're, you're at a nine to five or clocking in every day. Yeah, you're taking a huge risk going from that guaranteed paycheck every week to now it's commission only. But guess what? Your lifestyle has changed. You're going to spend more time with the family. You're going to be able to come and go as you please. You, you're going to be able to get out and build relationships, long lasting relationships that you can't do when you're mm-hmm. sitting at your desk every day, right? So there's a, there's a huge um, the lifestyle change is not just money. It's not just money. And, um, and you're going to be able to attain um, uh, access to leadership and um people who are 
extremely successful in multiple areas of life, not just uh, financially, but the way that they um, pour into your life and feed feed you knowledge. And so those are things that, you know, you, you don't get everywhere, you know, and as leaders for you and I, what we do is we want that for people. We want you guys to grab a hold of the opportunities that are here. And like, you know, we do require a lot. Like we do expect, there's expectations that, you know, you have of people like, Hey, you got to work. You got to do this. You got to do these things, right? If you want to get to half a million dollars in income or a million dollars in income or whatever it is, you have got to at least do these minimum things here. Right. And, <laughs> and it's like, hard. it's not, yeah. dude, it's not. And one of those is submitting to uh, a growth process, mm-hmm. right? Submit to a growth process, um, and, which goes into kind of what we were talking about next. Like, okay. Yeah. Yep. So, so both you and I mm-hmm. in our careers, um, and, and you're a little bit older than me, and not that much. <laughs> I said a little, <laughs> a little, uh, is, is we both, we both have coaches. Mm-hmm. We I have coaches, dude. You have mm-hmm. like 12 coaches. I've got like five coaches mm-hmm. and I get coached and I, and I love it. Like I look forward to like, Hey, help me be better. Help mm-hmm. me get, so I'm not in 20 years, dude, I'm going to look back and I'm going to be like, because I was, it, because I submitted to coaching because I, um, was, uh, mature enough to say, Hey, there's areas of growth I need to experience and want to experience. I'm going to get to the levels and of everything in my life, like relationships financially, like mm-hmm. everywhere I'm going to be is because I'm submitting to multiple coaches that are like, Hey, follow this path and you'll be here. Do this, be this person and you'll get here, you know? So talk a little bit about your coaching experiences and what that's done for you in your life. Yeah. So first of all, um, I, I hire the best coaches so that I can do what I do best. I'm a master ripper offer. So <laughs> I get, if, if I'm struggling in relationship or, you know, even in the church, like, yeah. if, you know, if I'm studying, you know, I'm going to, I'm in groups with the guys where we just break down, you know, scripture, you know, um, if it's business, if it's money, if it's sales, if it's, yeah. You know, all the different pieces. I want the best of the best to, to show me what they did um, so that I could avoid doing what's wrong, you know, what they did wrong. Yeah. And then rip or offer. <laughs> Great at that. That's, That's what all my success is. Plagiarism at its finest. Yep. And then I pass <laughs> it on down to, to my crew, you know. And honestly, that's what our coaches do. They, they yeah. take a little bit of, of their life experiences, things that they've done and they what they've done well and then the areas that they've failed in and they take those failures because we talked about that a couple episodes back about failures like you're going to fail they take they take those and they show you this is what not to do right so and then it takes you and i and anybody else with a level of maturity to be like this is great like i'm not that mature i still do it wrong sometimes well you're you're mature enough to (laughs) accept the coaching right (laughs) at least own it yeah Yeah, own it Mm -hmm. right so um coaching is a is a great thing man and and oh yeah I, i don't think that you know, there's a place in life. I mean, maybe when you're like 80 on hospice where you can be like, okay, I'll, I'm good with, uh, I've arrived. I'm, you know, I don't need to be coached anymore. You know, like at, there's a point in your life where I feel like it's always good to have people speaking into your life. And I say that for me too. I mean, there's areas, um, that I've grown, uh, you know, just because when I mean, we talked about our background and the ways that we've grown up, like mm-hmm. I just simply don't give a shit. And that's an area that I've had to grow in. Right. So my coaches have, you know, have had to be like, Hey, you know, you've got to care a little more like mm-hmm. you, you know, you've got to have a little more care. And, you know, for me, I find that when you care, people just piss on you and they, you know, and it's like, so it's like, don't, don't care because then you can't, 
be hurt by anybody's actions or what they do. You know, you just like keep trucking and keep rolling. And and I've always been of that opinion that like put a brick wall in front of me, I'll go right through it. Mm -hmm. I don't care. Like I'm not, you're not going to hurt me. Um, and, and it's kind of, it's been nice cause I've softened up. I mean, I'm still rough, but like I've softened up if you know me, like, you know, five years ago, even, um, to where I am today, I'm a lot, lot softer. Like, and so that, why does that, what constitutes that or what are, where did I get those results that came from me hearing feedback from my coaches who have, I've asked speak into my life mm-hmm. and I've said, Hey, you have this platform speak into my life. I've uh, paid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and I, and I don't say that, like, here's the thing. Uh, and, and I go back to this. It's not always, Hey, speak into my life so that I can be rich. Mm-hmm. Like there's, there's areas of our lives, each and every one of us that we have to have people speak into our lives that see things from a different lens. And I, I always talk about this in my relationship. I'm always like, um, Hey, like we got to try to look at things from another lens. Right. And that's what coaching does. Like, it's like, okay, I only see things my way, mm-hmm. which cause that's we all, the right way. That, yeah. And then it's like, okay, well, um, and, and there's times where I'll give my coaches a little bit of pushback and say, well, what, but I won't do it disrespectfully or rude. You right. know, like I honor their position in my, in my life. And I'm like, so what about this? What if I, and so I just think it's, it's good for us all to in life, like have some mentors and have some people that, you know, will coach us and, and that we're mature enough to say, Hey, yeah, these areas I need to grow in. You know, it's a game changer for me was recognizing that coaching a great coach doesn't have to have a certain number of uh, years in the business. They don't have to be a certain age. They come in all forms. I've got, you know, a, a young brand new agent that, uh, angel, Angel is incredible. Yeah, Angel dude. coaches me in a lot of ways yeah. in different. He's things, a rock right? star. He is. Matt. He's a rock star. Yep. So even like I, but I seek it. Like I'm looking for. You know, what can I learn from each person? Each person's got their own life experiences. Yeah, it doesn't. That's life. the thing. Your coaches don't have to be these older and wiser. I mean, there's like Angel. You know, he brings a younger, um, n- newer like way to do things. And like, it's not like okay, well, you know, at the at the end of the day, we have to recognize that life changes. Things change. I mean, we're in a technology era that like you and i are dumb as bricks on so like you know it's like i think about it with with our um with our guy andy who works for us he's the dudes i i I learned from him you know and i ask him stupid questions all the time like i asked him one yesterday about our youtube channel i felt like an idiot i was like what are these videos on the side of this it's like Oh, that's just because this, and honestly, he said what he said, and I it still felt stupid because I don't know what yeah, he said, but, I don't even know but what like he said. it's, yeah. he brings such a value to, mm-hmm. to that in the sense of like, dude, I'm learning from you. Like I, I probably will never, ever implement these types of things. Cause that's not my lane. Right. And I also believe mm-hmm. in staying in your own lane. Um, but it's, the, that's a good it episode. don't matter what age. I mean, Andy's probably eight years younger than me, seven years younger than me. At least. Yeah. But he's he's got that knowledge and I respect mm-hmm. that knowledge. And so I'm like, you know, you, you can add things to my life. You can, you know, and I don't have, I'm, there's no pride there at all. So Andy's um, my coach in Muay Thai too. Me and him go to random bars and, <laughs> and fight people sometimes. <laughs> 135 pounds knocking dudes down. He's a bad man. <laughs> I love it. Um, so yeah, that, that's a, let's go back real quick to the grass is not greener. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we didn't really get into too much depth on that, but both mm-hmm. of us have spent a lot of time mentoring people and, and helping people and giving people opportunities. And then they, you know, for whatever reason, they don't take the time to, um, process a decision and they make an emotional decision. And 
realized later on down the road, and I just ran into this uh, recently where I've talked to um, a person that, you know, brought that I had given an opportunity in the business and they, you know, thought there was a better opportunity elsewhere. And they're like, yeah, they're, that's the grass is not greener. And, you know, it goes, it, you know, you want people to not make, um, you know, you want people to not make an emotional decision, but you can't stop them from making one. Right. <laughs> so you have to let them realize that that grass is brown and, you know, it's not, it's, you know what I mean? Yep. And, uh, and, you know, we talked about like from a leader perspective, you know, I, I was talking to you a little bit about years ago, um, you know, we were, I was at a, a lender and, and we were, I was running an office and, you know, it was, uh, the rest of my team was just not, they weren't happy, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah, there were some struggles there, um, for, for me, but I was fine. I can get the work done that I needed to get done. I, I wasn't burning bridges or losing any relationships, but my team wasn't happy. So, so as a change. leader, mm-hmm. I had to be like, okay, let me look for some opportunities that would help everybody in this office. And so, you know, I did that and I uprooted my entire team, went to a different place, made big changes, had to find an office, had to, I, that was all on me. Nobody helped me do that. Like I had to build the office out, deal with all that. Everybody just got to come plug and play and mm-hmm. their life didn't really change from nothing. But guess what? I led my team to a better situation for them. And I put my own desires and, and wants and feelings aside and, and did that. Right. So, you know, and, and what does that do? That ends up backfiring on me down the road later, you know, um, but Back, it didn't backfire. On it you. didn't backfire on me. It backfired on you're just fine. Yeah, I'm good. Yep. I, I'm always good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it just feels that way in the moment. It feels like that man. in the it moment. Feels, it feels like that in the moment that it's like, dude, you give, you give, you give, you give. And then it's like understanding though, that that entire team has never led. Well, so they that's don't, the thing. They don't yeah. know what you give yeah. or what it's supposed to be like. They only know And they excellence. never know behind the scenes. One thing I was like, you guys have no clue behind the scenes. Now they, they do. Yeah, now they do. Well, you know, essentially, you think they do. They, Some just continue. They learn. Yeah, I'm not saying they, they made the adjustments that you would make, but yeah. um, that's that's the thing. You know, you're, you're yeah. going to learn it one way or the other. Yeah, so. it, and it did take me, you know, what it took me quite a few years of um, pushback on coaching. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want no one talking to me and telling me nothing um to finally realize that like when i started it's like remember we talked about a couple of episodes back like if you know if you're a four you always have access to a five if mm-hmm. you're a five yeah okay so it took me uh you know when i started realizing these people that were killing it in my industry um were being coached and i'm like why are you being coached when you're making like four million dollars a year yeah why are yep. you what is there to coach right <laughs> so once i realized like wait a minute these guys are literally like, what you're making, you're making ridiculous money every single month and you're still submitting to coaching. Like, okay, Chris, get your head out of your ass and be like, okay, there's a value in that. Mm -hmm. And ever since then, dude, it's just been like straight uphill, like a, you know, like a Learjet taken off and it's been awesome, you know, and you, you really see the value in that where it's not someone telling you what to do. It's like, I mean, essentially it is, but it's more of a, they're your, they're championing you to yep. get to where they are because they want to see you succeed. And, and we're at that place now, but once you get there to where you made it for yourself, you're looking at ways to get, to add to others. So, you know, why coaching? My decision was easier than yours because my gift is I'm a master ripper offer. So I'm like, okay, everybody's successful has a coach who's that, coaching them. Is that something in your sleep that was like in your dream god spoke to you is like hey my gift that i gave you and you're the only one 
in the entire world that has this <laughs> gift because it's not biblical. <laughs> you are a master ripper offer. <laughs> I'm a master ripper offer. Yep. Yeah. Well, I tried all the other things that I thought I was gifted at and I was wrong. But yeah. what I am very good at is saying, okay, who's doing what great at a high level? How are they doing it? What are they doing? Who's helping them get there? And then I just do that. Yeah, and that's the that's the key, and that's the goal to getting to the next step in your life, the next level. Um, and it just, like I said, it goes back to maturity. I mean, who I was at 23 years old or 24, 5, 6, versus even my mid-30s, and now I'll be 40 in two weeks. Like, it, it life changes so much, and you experience so many things. And so, you know, you learn to, you can do, I always say, you could do one of two things. You can learn and grow. Or you can just stay where you're at and you'll be where you're at. Or worse. I don't or think worse. anything stays the same. Like you're gonna you're growing and getting better or you're getting worse. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I think like you and I have the same heart. We want people to like I don't care. We talked about this, you know, in a in one of our other podcasts that like if you're if you're in a if you're a person that likes stability, right? Like you don't Ugh. Yeah. Like if you're good with that, you're good with mm-hmm. stable, like I like that stability. Um, my paycheck is this every single two weeks and I'm comfortable with that. That's awesome. Like I will champion you in that and then let's help figure out how to make you the best version of that that you can be. Forget forget from a monetary standpoint, how can we take you in your current position and and make you an even better person in that position? How can we how can you become the most sought after person in that position in an entire company? Mm-hmm. How, forget that you can't okay your rate is your rate whatever you're happy you like that stability great like let's make people in the company talk about man what is this person doing over here why are they like i want to talk to them all the time that's what you should be you should always be looking to be like okay i want to be more attractive i want to be like i want to grow i want to be i want people to be like dude i'm sought after uh, i'm the most sought after mail delivery person there is you know like i was good yeah i was good (laughs) i was hitting all the spots on time that's right your mail's never late with steve mccarthy yeah dog might have got punched but i think that's the thing is i i we talked about this a little bit and maybe we'll talk about this in another segment in more in detail but you know who i'm very particular on who um who i'm putting in my life right yep so if you're not if you're not adding to my life, you're not in my life. Um, and, and that's a very important thing for people to do is make sure that the people that you do put in your life are adding something to your life because um, there's there's nothing worse than like putting people in your life or allowing people a place at the table and they suck all of the energy out of your life and they're not adding, they're not, they're not, speaking into your life they're 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 pissing on the fire not throwing logs on it yes right Mm -hmm. so that's the that's a very important i say that to anybody out there listening is um do not do not give a seat at your table to people that don't add value to your life because you you can mentor people and you could coach people but not everybody has to have a seat at the table and you can love everybody and you can pray for people and you can want good for people but you cannot force that so the, the, the seats are limited to the people who are there to add value and bring um, bring something to the table. A problem, though, too, that exists is our table's growing. Right? Rapid, so, rapidly. And Andy Frisella, you know who that is, right? No, I don't. Oh, my gosh, man. You know 75 Heart? Yeah. Okay, that's the, the, guy the that cat that wrote that. Oh, He's okay. got a phenomenal podcast, too. Got it. Not as cool as ours. 
but it's, pr- it's it pretty awesome. awesome. It's not as cool. Yeah, but um, he had said something on one of his episodes that really rang true, and that's, you know, um, did we leave somebody behind? Or did they choose not they to choose come? They choose not to us? come. Yeah. You know, so as we're growing. So, yep. so when you, that's the thing. That's a, it goes back to the mindset shift, mm-hmm. right? Like stop thinking about, oh, I left these people behind. Like a lot, of, I have a lot of people in my family that for years, I mean, there's, they're just like, you know, they, Chris just, man, he, he just lives this high life. He has, you know, he's all about the finer things in life. He just has all these, it's like, I'm, and, and it's almost like an envious, like, and it's like, dude, you guys can have whatever you want in life. Mm-hmm. Get on the train and start doing it. Like, I'm not leaving you behind. You're just not motivated enough to do what it takes, right? And so it's like I stopped thinking about, oh, I'm leaving people behind a long time ago. Like, my train is moving at, like, European light speed trains. Like, I'm like. I got room for you. Yeah, yeah. it's moving quick. And so there's room. Mm-hmm. You just better get on quick because, um you know, we talk about like the rest of our life, you know, 20 years, that is not a long time. Like that crap goes by fast. It goes by fast. So I don't have time to be on a locomotive that's moving at, you know, a coal, coal engine speed. I want something that's like, you know, Elon Musk electric speed. I don't have statistically speaking two 20 years left. I only got, I got one twenty. Yeah. So like, I'm not playing around. Yeah, exactly. And and that's the reality of it is we, we want to see people get on the train. Yeah. Get on the train. Like, well, cause you know, that just means our vacations are cheaper when we split it with, (laughs) (laughs) I go, we got the group going train. This, this trip's a hundred grand. Well, you know, you split that between, you know, 10, 15 different people. It it becomes a lot more affordable, right? Heck yeah. But guess what? We still going to take that hundred grand trip regardless. I'm still going to be on the train. I'm going to be on the train. I'm going to take that trip. Yeah. So awesome yeah but this is a this was a good segment for me and for you just from talking about what people are you know what we're seeing out there and how people are responding and um it's it's just it's like we can't always be worried about um what other people are doing right like we just have to continue to do what we do yeah and we have there's a seat at the table for you if you are coming with some value so and in that, you get access to everything that we have access to. 100%. Yep. Yeah. And that's... Grass you know, is still green over here, dog. I'm watering every day. <laughs> <laughs> I, I live on a well. We don't have to worry about a drought. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yep. They shut your water off. Cool. Yeah, and yeah. they do. Too. They micromanage every second everything. that you use the water, and we're out of seconds on this podcast. We so. are out of seconds on this podcast. Thanks so much, guys, for tuning in. We'll see you guys next time. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. That's a wrap.